Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tuesday rolls on, and the three of us are hoping to get fat on some deep-fried chicken sandwiches from the various places that are participating in the fast food war. I know this, the chicken sandwich war. They're delivering them as we speak, I'm sure. I'm sure they're running over here. So This is the worst thing about the time of day for this show. I get so hungry. So hungry. I don't know how you guys do it. I bring in healthy snacks. I w- oh, bragger. Okay, bragger. Well, I, believe me, I'm so thin. Oh, you're so oh, I'm so fit. I haven't been able to eat anything healthy in about two weeks. I leave it's this, just- at when I leave here, I there's a gas station I know that sometimes I stop at and just buy nonsense at. I yep. hate that gas station. I hate that I ga- to prepay the gas there. I hate that gas station. But like, there's so many times where I'm like, don't make it home because I'm literally starving. I know, I get it. I get it. We have a snack drawer that is very depleted because I have been, um, boy, I've just... Brittany, do you ever get the food from our calf downstairs? Yeah, but I definitely need to hit it up more. I need to grab it on the way home because at least I could just palm lasagna because I had lasagna from here once. It was so good. Yeah, the old boy, the chef downstairs does make a mean lasagna. He does. I I remember I just palming that thing driving home. (laughs) We're getting getting D-spot wings tonight. I had them a couple weeks ago. Oh my gosh, those are so good. What flavors are you getting? um, Here's the flavors. Because they have about a hundred flavors. The boys boys um, are coming over. So I'm getting Widowmaker, Tarantula, which I love, and... Lahala's Bliss or something. Mm. Basala's Bliss. Okay. Um, and and there's three of them coming over, and they all wanted twelve. Yeah. And no, I'm I have like, a friend who loves um yeah. the the Black Widow. The Black Widow, I do too. You mean the Widow? The Widowmaker. I think it maybe might be the same. I don't know. The boys. I've had the chicken cordon bleu. That's a pretty good. It has like kind of a cream sauce on yeah. it. Yeah. You had guys. This would be like if I. All so, right. This all right. Is, so if I, I, we are chicken. My happy place is chicken wings, but not when it has the extended joint on it mm-hmm. i like just the drummies you like the okay you know but when they put the extended arm on it like put half the chicken body oh, and I give see you that saying. it yeah. drives me crazy you don't like that. i can't remember if d-spot does that they don't not. okay cool they don't you, you called and made sure no i got them there two weeks ago. i'm radio's julia <laughs> you, you better not put that extended chicken you, wing on no i don't like the extra i don't like I the know. extra part of the chicken body i just want the drummy <laughs> but i also want them well done yeah i need them to be crispy before they put them in the sauce. All right, such issues. All right, here's what's happening today. I just, you know, the, something horrible happened on, um, and I just got some more text messages about it. There was an avalanche at a place behind Big Sky in Montana, and, you know, both my sisters live in Bozeman. Mm-hmm. And um, it was this 45-year-old man was skiing in the backcountry behind Big Sky, 
on Sunday and died in an avalanche. Oh. And he was 45 years old and he had my sisters. He was the principal at one of my sister's school where she's a teacher. And then my other sister, his wife used to work for my sister. His wife used to babysit my sister's kids. They oh, were so yes. in love. So I just got all this news right now and I'm just like, oh, yuck, 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 yuck. So anyway, I don't know where we go with that. But and I feel like I saw... Um, a headline, a similar headline in Colorado. I think there's some avalanches well, going on. It's so cold, and they got so much snow dumped on them, and it's just hard to keep up with the amount of snow they got in the last two weeks there because they didn't have a lot. Now, is months. this are these like people like skiing back bowls and stuff? Country, okay. Yeah, it wasn't even. Yeah, it wasn't even. It wasn't Big Sky. It was the place right behind it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's terrible. Not to be confused with the Yellowstone Club, which is right next to it. Okay. Where the old Richie Riches live. Okay. And they don't gotcha. have steep and up hills there. How's the chicken sandwich situation in Bozeman? You know what? I I don't know. I'll tell I, you I'm what. I'm telling you what. When we go there, we never leave the compound, which we call my <laughs> sister's house, mm-hmm. because she has a barn, and the barn is half music, half concert venue, half oh. half basketball court. Yeah, that's amazing. We never leave. So we cook dinner there. I will give you this heads up. As somebody, I grew up getting dropped off at Afton. Yeah. They have an amazing chicken sandwich. Oh, at Afton Alps, mm-hmm. which which is open. Yeah, and it's going to be warm. You got to reserve. You got to make your reservations because yeah. I bet this weekend's going to be crazy busy. But a lot of people have skied even in these cold conditions because and it's been awesome because no one's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep I, it. I have skied really once low. this year, I, which is very unusual. Yeah, I took my nephews out on like a little hill to snowboard a little, uh-huh. but it was terrible. They're terrible. But they'll be better. I'm just kidding. I'll never forget the first time I tried to ski down my little hill in e- when I lived in Edina. I didn't say they're terrible. Just like so, it's so exhausting to get so geared up. And then you're out there for like two minutes and you're like, why am I, who am I doing this for? I was like, let's go home and eat. Right, right. <laughs> Rocco, do you think you're going to get Bruno back out? Yes, I, there's a chance I might take Friday off. So sign I, I, You might have to talk to the boss. Well, uh, Hollywood cover. Okay. A little behind the scenes talk, and then actually we did book a trip out west. So you did uh, for a couple weeks. You did because yeah. I'm I'm thinking I yeah good for good for you good for you good for you. All right, we're processing, we're dealing, we're dealing with a lot of things right now. When but what we're gonna we still have time, so I'm gonna tell you the story. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, yeah, that was really depressing that story I just said, but yeah. I just am getting. It's just so weird when it it's it's oh, it's, at, it's just it's happening so right now. You're getting that information right it's now, so, so you're just yeah. trying to figure out. Yes, yeah. I get that. That's got to be yeah. It's so unexpected. Um, Dave Chappelle, you know, he um took all of his um stuff off Netflix and Comedy Central because he was never getting paid. He has finalized his deal with Viacom, CBS, who owns Comedy Central, and mm-hmm. a new guy there came in and said, yeah. It's time to pay him for this stuff because they just didn't pay him for years. Yeah. And so um, the real pot bosses stood up for him. It took him 12 years. That's amazing. To get them. And he says, after all these years, I can finally say to Comedy Central, it's been a pleasure doing business with you. Chris McCarthy, the president of Viacom, CBS, MTV's entertainment group, released a statement that said, after speaking with Dave, I'm happy, so happy that we were able to make things right. Isn't that crazy? I mm-hmm. feel like that's coming to... This is such an issue with so many people. Taylor Swift's dealing with, does she own her own music? She does not. Right. And then Dave Chappelle. And I mean, Comedy Central airs the Dave Chappelle show 
constantly. Yeah, and this guy who took over, you know, CBS Viacom said he was in college when the Chappelle show was airing. And he, you know, didn't work for CBS at the time, but he said, I loved that show. Yeah, I, yeah. Of course we should pay him for his show. Yeah. I mean, duh. Yeah. You know, kind I'm of I'm surprised thing. he had the power to pull it off because if he's not getting paid for it, you know what I mean? Like he had his fans boycott it, Dave Chappelle. Is that how it, it went? was a big okay. boycott? Yeah. And people listened to him. Don't watch my show, you know, blah, 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 blah. And finally got enough people to listen to him. There's to some, boycott it. there's something he to be his fans. Yeah. There's something to be said about that power. I mean, it's the same thing with Taylor Swift saying, you know, here's the new version, and it's exactly the same song, and now everybody's listening to Taylor's version. Yeah. Even though it's the same one, so then all the, nobody's getting residuals from them buying the other stuff. Exactly. So then they're either forced to sell her her music at a pretty cheap price, or she's, we're just going to have all new content that's re-recorded. Right. And it got really bad, too, because she also was trying to um, make her documentary, or documentary, and she her wanted... documentary. Yeah, I know, I felt yeah. weird. Documentary. And she wanted, she wanted to do all of her shows and she couldn't even show it because there were clips of the music she didn't own. Right. And so oh, interesting. Isn't that? Yeah, it's terrible. But no, that I is. mean, I think I think that's where you talk about people are burnt out on the way the industry is. No I mean, you don't even own your own content. Well, we could have a whole show on that another day. And we're gonna come back another and we've got random thoughts. This is Lori and Julia on my talk one oh seven one. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. Well, we're back for a little more random with Brittany, I think. It's random. It's Brittany's <laughs> random. Perfect. All right. What do you got for us, honey? Um, okay. So, I kind of want you to guess what's the weight of the fattest cat ever. Go. The fattest cat? Yeah, fattest cat okay. ever. Mm. All right. I'm, Heaviest cat. I mean, but okay. fattest. Let's, I'm, gonna I'm not going to body shame, but it's probably right, what it is. Of a cat. I'm going to say 84 pounds. I'll go with 67. It was 40, you freak. Oh, well, I don't know cat weights. I don't have cats. Okay, how about this? We weren't talking about a bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> how about this? What do you think the temperature is in a hot shower? I just kind of was trying to get a feel. Oh, in, in a hot shower? Yeah, like when you're taking a hot shower, what's the temp? Well, I know I can get my sauna up to like 118. Mm, so um, I found out, too, that water most average water heaters can heat up to 140 degrees, hmm. which I was impressed by. Right. I'm going to go with 111. In a shower? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say um, 108. Good job. You're only three degrees off. That was awesome. 105. I just oh, thought that was crazy. We both went over for the double for I the just, double showcase. Can't do that on prices right. No. I don't. I think that That's one. That's a good random thought. I think that one you win. But I was surprised. I and there's a lot of people that actually lean towards like 120 in the shower, and that's more like me. Like, scalding. Scalding hot. Do you like that? Love. I like a hot shower. Do you? I like oh. it. Oh, see, I... I like having all red marks all on my really? body when I get out. See, yeah. My favorite, favorite, favorite thing is, like, to dive into the lake and have the coldest water hit my head. Well, they made a big deal that that is super healthy, that you are actually well, doing the right thing. Well, that's good. After I eat four pints of ice cream, I dive. I take... It actually I put my head out. in cold water. No, it equals out 100%. <laughs> I mean, they make a big deal, too. I mean, it was all over goop. That you're supposed to do after you take a hot shower, then put on the cold always. water. I always do. My dad, Ugh. my dad used to do that. Always, I do it because I always thought it would seal the color in my hair. So I've always done it, 
Do you get migraines, though? Oh. No. No, I do I, get migraines, but not from the... It feels so good. And then I'm, then I'm awake and energized. No, that's my worst life you're living. That's... Oh. So you, you don't dig the cold at all? No. But doesn't that steam or something sound good, like, now? I like to sit in the bath till I get violently lightheaded, and then I sit next to the bath in my towel half on me because I, I was sitting in the bath for too long. You're a freak. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What country's national animal is the unicorn? I know this one, Scots- oh, Scotland. Yeah, that was. Mm-hmm. I just did that on Friday. You are so impressive I'm today. Very smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would have never guessed that. Lori and I guessed sheep, I think. I, you guys both did. I know it. So you went the other route? You were saying... Well, they eat a lot of haggis. You know, wasn't yes. that sheep guts or You something? were asking, like, what is Scotland's national yes. animal? And you guys were going that route with it. Right. They went that way. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like she went the right way? I or? think she went the right way um, because... I mean, well, and I'm just really impressed. If you would have just told me, just said Scotland like that, though, that would have really impressed right. me. Um, which president married his cousin? Roosevelt. F. He just did president facts yesterday. Is he right? Yeah, he's You right. know, yesterday was President's Day. I know, that's why I thought it'd be funny to talk oh, about our presidents again. I, I played college ball. There, did you? In college, yeah. Did St. you? St. Thomas. You did? Yeah, I wasn't, you know, I was the pop culture guy. You were. But every now and then I'll, I'd get a FDR question like that, correct? You would. You know, um, U- UST St. Thomas, the Tommies, they just yes. scheduled their first Division One football game. Oh, that's right. They're moving on up. Oh, uh, yeah. They got kicked out of my I don't know that it's a good thing. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. They kept kicking butt for too many years. They wanted them out. Of one sport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is dirty laundry. This is UST dirty laundry sidekick. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually like this question. But because... then the year they wanted out, St. John's beat them. <laughs> of course. Right. No, St. John's were the babies that kicked them out. But we're, we're digressing on a, no, very, I like it on because... a national program where no one knows that we're talking about our college and St. Paul. All right, go on. How many paintings did Picasso paint in his lifetime? Well, can you give us a range? Um, can you give us an over-under? Can you give us a, give yeah, us a yeah. range? Give it's... us a high end. Um. Okay, it's under a hundred thousand, <laughs> but it's in the five digits. Okay. All right. So, so he painted. Five I guess five. Digit. Di- it's a five-digit number. I don't know why I didn't just say that. Okay, twelve thousand three hundred sixty-seven. I'm gonna say three. it was. Um, it's under a hundred thousand. I I don't think it was that high. I'm gonna say he did like forty four. 4,500, but is that five digits? No. Okay, so he did um, 2,200. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Try 2,000. <laughs> Try 2,000. He did 50,000 wow. pieces of art. Are they calling? Wow, that is a lot. I know. No, what, you know what? I don't know why they're so expensive if there's so many running around this world. Only the good ones saw the day. You know, only the good ones are are up for grabs. And the only the good ones. Where are you going to travel? Where are you guys going to go when we can leave the U.S.? I'm going to go oh. warm. Like when you can leave the U.S.? I know. I want to go to like St. Thomas. St. Thomas. You can. Yeah. Can't you go there right now? No, we don't do anything. No, but you, she's talking about can you enter the... I, oh, yeah. I, there's a bunch. Of, I know there's country. a bunch of... I think St. John's has the, the thing where if you show that you have no yeah. COVID, you do the right. test and all that stuff. You can go. The Virgin Islands are U.S. Yeah, they are. Right? So mm-hmm. who knows? All right. Um, I Actually, on that same vein, and I thought this would be interesting to talk about, because you and I have terrible boundaries, Julia. Do we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rocco, I feel like you're kind of a put together person now and again. Uh, yeah. What is something that after this pandemic ends that you will never do? Hmm. Like, at, you know, is it sharing food? Is it sharing chapstick? Is it sitting on each other's laps? Okay. This is, this is really weird. Cause I, I think I saw this list. Yeah. Um, about the things I'll never do. I do have bad boundaries. I do too. I have terrible. That's I why you and I Lori get along. And, I, and Lori and I would share a chapstick, you know. Yeah. I don't know. What is it that you guys, because well, Rocco, you're more of the COVID, COVID year, COVID year, the COVID year. I'm a COVID year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was trying to think about that. I mean, like what? Like sharing food, sharing drinks? Well, like, would you go to a buffet again? Will you go to, Well, that's you know, a good point. You know, you think of some of those things. You know, the thing that kind of makes me sad is that bef- we we uh, we split a season ticket to the Timberwolves. Right. And my boy has gotten a chance to meet a ton of players just because right. they have benefits like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I bet you all that's done. You're never going to be able to shake hands or give a high five from a player oh. anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think that's ever coming back? Yes. We'll see. Come on. I mean, here's the thing. I My favorite thing in the world about being a female is that people let me hold their kids. Mm-hmm. And if that's ever taken away from me, like that's been really hard is like not, like I do a lot of things with my dogs. I volunteer right. a lot with my dogs. Right. Usually giving them like high fives or hot, you know, whatever, having, right. like, you know, leaning down and talk to them. So that's been a really hard boundary to always be like a normal human where you like don't interact. Right. I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. So, I'm, a hugger. I'm like, we have yeah. a huge family. There's always, and so like that's going to, that would be very hard to live in a world, especially with kids where you're like, that's a strict boundary of like no high fives, no hugs, no, you know, sitting on their lap while they read to my dog. That's coming back. Don't even say it. Okay. I don't know if there's, here's how bad I am with boundaries and I okay. know it disgusts everybody. I think I would do all the things again. I think buffet for sure. If the food's I think good I enough. I will too. It, once we're all vaccinated, I will too. But like my sister got so mad at me about touching, um, you know, the side rails of things all the time. Like I grew up getting yelled at. I touch everything like and so I don't know if I'll ever be that I think well we clean I mean we've uh, Lori and I have been sanitizing this room for 18 for years years this is all we do and you we guys don't, have we constantly yobs yeah. we don't do handles I've not done no. that for years no so no that kind of stuff I'm now you know but even pre-covid yeah you guys were always like spray this down spray this down yeah. and I was like more like spray this down and I'd point to myself mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm disgusting. Well, you put Lysol in your mask yesterday. I did, and I got, it's still killing brain cells to this exact day. <laughs> Thanks, Brittany. Thank All you. Right, when we come back, oh, Matt, five women went home last night. Let's I talk know. about it. We'll be right back. Thanks for hanging out with us. Happy Tuesday, Fat Tuesday. Um, we heard from Louis Armstrong, who is a friend of the show, who... Um, Things like Louis Armstrong at events in the past. People may know her, and she wanted to know where she could go get some Zydecode on today. And I don't know if there's even a place to go dancing on oh, a Tuesday yeah. anymore in the Twin Cities. Do you know anything? No, about that, I do not. It seems like something that might have been at First Ave or the Turf Club or something. Right. But, uh, so I, I I'll don't. Around. I don't know if there's anything that we can do about that, but we need to talk about the Bachelor. So five women. <gasps> I know. Five went home last night. I know. Um, but thank goodness, because guess what? Now I have a chance, a mere chance of remembering their names. Well, this is true. So my sister cannot stand match The Bachelor. She hates how he dressed. I said, but you're, you you got to get over that because that's how the kids dress now. Everything is tighter than tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything, I mean, the suits are tighter than tight. Everything See, is I t- like his fashion and I like the way he looks. But it's like a doughhead. You've got, no, I mean, me and my friend Devin constantly are like, who's going to get stuck with this personality? It's the worst. It's the worst. If anyone feels the need to be a bachelor expert or something, you could call us at 651-641-1071. Or if you know the local gal, Michelle, who grew up in Woodbury and teaches in Edina, who is in the final four. Yeah. She's going to have a hometown visit. I know. Are you dying that they're, I mean, uh, he I was here. Have, actually, I don't know that they're going to do hometowns because for the bachelorette oh, yeah. over the summer, they had the families go there. Oh, so we probably won't even get clips of him driving yeah. around. In, yeah. You he won't mean, even be at Mall of America pretending like he likes it. Do you think his personality is that bland or he's just been coached to the point of no end or he just doesn't want to say anything ever? I just feel like, well, at least he said the dumbest thing last night to Abigail. So um, she she got the first impression, Rose, when the Bachelor. I mean, I still like watching this dumb show. Of course. Don't get me wrong. No, of course. You and I are ride or die with it. It's fine. That's what we get. We're all in. Yeah. But Abigail, the woman who was deaf, Mm -hmm. that got the very, 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 very first Rose, who was so darling. He said, I thought that we had such a connection that night. That we didn't need to see each other again. So I was having dates with all these other women. And my relationships extended with them. And and, and now with you, I don't feel it anymore. I thought, I oh, that is the meanest, coldest thing to say. I And that he would go out with this dumb woman that he didn't even care about, Jess Serena. And he didn't even care about her and wouldn't go out with Abigail. I thought that was cold. I know. And that date was... Brutal. Awkward. Brutal. The, the, um, he didn't even put on tant- his clothes. The tantric yoga... Thing yeah. was just awkward and she doesn't like him at all can we acknowledge she, that she doesn't and she she's doesn't. in the final four i'll tell you what like and i get it like you know there was they were moving fast or whatever but like she just looks like somebody who is avoiding any contact which i could understand if this was a normal show but like it's the bachelor it's the bachelor like i'm not saying you have to make out with him but like maybe act like you kind of want to hold his hand once in a while who do you think is going to end up with him oh i'm scared because i uh, but the way they're push the way that they're you know messing up this rachel stuff i'm a little scared it's yeah. her yeah i'm a little I'm, I'm a little suspicious that it is her yeah i think it is too i do have some calls if you want oh good oh, yeah, i'd right. love uh, to hear people say jan jan what are you thinking about this bachelor season 
Oh my goodness, you guys! I, God bless America. I wanted to watch it, but I couldn't because there was no personality. I know. He, he really, it's. So... I didn't even know he was from Minnesota. No, he's not. But no. one of the gals that oh. is going to be in the hometown visit is from Minnesota. Michelle, Michelle she's a teacher. Oh, he, okay. he's got no personality, I does he? I, I don't even know his job. I don't know anything about him. He's so boring. I know. I wanted to watch. I couldn't do it. What are you watching instead, Jan? Um, I am. I just started watching all the episodes of Frasier again. <laughs> oh, how fun! That is fun. They're, you know, they're talking about remaking that, or you know, with a lot of the original cast at least who's alive. I loved Frasier. Yeah. What's it on? Peacock or Hulu? Did we lose her? Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jan. All right. Who's our other person, honey? Uh, I Sydney. love it that she wanted to watch it, but I know. he's such a dull so donut. And this is Sandy. Uh, I think Sydney. Sydney. Oh, hello. Hi, honey. What are you thinking about Matt the Bachelor? You know, I like him. You I just think do? he might have some, <laughs> I don't know, like sadness or something oh, in okay. his history. Interesting. And, but I really see him with... Um, Michelle from Edina. Yeah, I mean, she's... they're both athletes, and he said to her, "I feel really comfortable with you." He's right? just fun. I think that 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 would be a big reason to choose her over the beauty and the attraction he might have to the other ones. Right. Yeah, but, and that that is a big reason. And she just seems so normal, doesn't she? Yeah, and goofy very, and fun. Very. I I mean, when she did, they showed that clip at the end of her doing push-ups. She said, "One yeah. second, I just want to look swole," and she did her doing push-ups before that she did the cheer. I was like, "Oh, I'm so happy she's our girl." You and know, in Minnesota, hilarious. He seems normal. How are you handling the cold, honey? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Uh oh. Well, um, whoops. Just a second. I'm in the car. Somebody's backing up. Okay. So, um. Well, I'll tell you, I'm a COVID frontline nurse at one of the large hospitals in the Twin Cities. Thank you. And I just want to say the sun's out. There's a light at the end of this tunnel. Things are feeling good and strong and hopeful. And um, uh, looking forward to the 30-degree temperature next week. Yes. Really feeling a lot of positivity. Oh, awesome. I'm so glad you called us. That's awesome. And thank you for the hard work that you're doing. Yeah. And thank you for all the entertainment and all the fun. Oh, we appreciate it. You know, we we're so grateful to have a job and somewhere to go during this whole thing. So thank you for saying that. We have if we still have time. No. Yeah. yeah, We we have have Deanna. Deanna, what are you thinking about Matt the Bachelor? You know, okay, so sorry, I just hopped in my car here so just kind of to spin off of what the previous caller said um we kind of had a little theory like they brought that group of women on because maybe matt didn't really have a connection with anybody initially okay had his first one-on-one with michelle he was like i have a connection with you that i haven't felt with the other ones yet so i'm like i'm totally in team michelle corner and i'm i'm hoping that it's her i i love her me too uh, you you know what you're right about that because immediately they went out that night yeah. and he was all over her and there was something serious yeah yeah i mean it's actually my my oldest daughter who's 20 she's like huge bachelor nation yeah girl like filling me in and she's like mom 
She's like, there was not a connection with any of them. They have a connection. I'm like, okay. She's, she's <laughs> right about that theory, but I love her. I'm, I'm hoping. I don't know. I like him. I think, I think he's a really, you know, kind of upstanding, very, very polite, very gentleman. I, I just, I really, I don't know. I really like him. I've got a, I've got a good feeling about it. I'm him, glad. So we'll I'm glad. You know, and I think, thank you for calling and thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. I think one of the things that maybe, um, we're experiencing Brittany is mm-hmm. because this is our second COVID bachelor bachelorette season. Yeah. Is that some of the very outlandish, outrageous, exciting dates that used to go, they used yeah. to run that were a little bit more interesting and fun. I think aren't there a little bit. You're giving him an out. I'm being nice. But you're you being know, very, he nice. is I, a good guy. He started he's great. This, and maybe, he makes foods for, um, he does this food program for inner city kids and he does some good stuff. And maybe I need my husband to have less personality. Like uh, maybe oh, that's the thing. Maybe you you're know? too personality plus a bland person would compliment us. I think so. But, <laughs> Did you see the panic in his eyes when that Brie was like, I uh, had to quit my job to stay here? Like, it felt, you know, she, he he was sitting there like, uh... And, he pit, and she's in the final. She's in the final. And yeah. I was like, ooh, you quit your job over this? You quit your job over this? Oh. That was, that would be, that would scare anybody. I quit my job to go on a date with you tonight. Well, too oh. bad. Now you can turn around. <laughs> Not a great... The the one that I thought I was the most surprised about, I think, was the little 21-year-old fashion designer's Kit. daughter, Kit. Yeah. Blonde. I thought that... She's very mature. Yeah. But that's and, the thing. And sophisticated for a 21-year-old. Oh. but And likes herself enough. Yeah. To know that it wasn't right and take herself out of the game. I was impressed with her. Absolutely. I think... I think that that is a level of maturity and also self-awareness to know that you, how much it hurts when she's having those, you know, really intimate talks with him. And then he picks Rachel to go do the one. I mean, that, that was that you could see that pain in her face and she's like, I I can't do this. I kind of respected her. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Also, I kind of wish you could be that strong in your own life. Sometimes I looked at her clothesline and it's cute, but. Bendy. Oh yeah, her mom. What's the name of her mom again? She's a big designer. I know, right? I She's know. She's a big one. She's spendy, spendy, but cute stuff. All right, thanks everybody for weighing in. Um, when we come back, it's our personal favorite Hollywood speak. We'll be right mm-hmm. back. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood, Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right, here's what we know. Here is what we know. It is going to be promised <laughs> to be. Nothing's off limits. Nothing's off limits. You and I? No, with this is the deal. Not even you and I with Oprah Winfrey and oh, Harry and okay. Meghan. Nope, nope. Mm-mm. Nothing is off limits. This is Lies. the latest. This is the Hollywood speak. Gail King said this morning on CBS this morning, because CBS is carrying the 90-minute sit-down interview with Meghan Markle and Harry at the end mm-hmm. and has promised that nothing, nothing is off limits. Love! Yeah, I know it. And the th- the thing is, I bet you they're getting so much backlash when they announced that they were doing this big old interview. It's huge. Well, and everyone was saying, who cares? Well, here's the deal. Prince William's, the, the latest headline following that headline is Prince William is concerned about Harry and Meghan's Oprah tell-all. Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Okay, so let me just tell you why. Okay. Okay, so just a little background. Um... When um, apparently Oprah Winfrey has been courting Meghan Markle and Prince Harry for three years mm-hmm. to get the interview, 
to get the interview. She um, is a friend of the couple. Mm-hmm. They did some stuff on depression on Apple Plus, that on Oprah's thing. Uh-huh. Um, but her long game has been to get a sit down with these guys. I don't know that she's that manipulated. I don't believe that. But I don't I mean, see Oprah. But it's in the back of her mind. I mean, this is what she does. Yeah. And this is what she does. So anyway, we know that on March 7th, which is a Sunday on CBS, probably be CBS Sunday night, there's going to be a 90-minute sit-down with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. And Gail King, you know, who's her best friend, yeah, works her, for CBS, so that's bestie. why they're going to be doing it. But um, Prince William and Windsor, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, the royal, the firm, are a little worried about this because the exclusive sit-down that's going to air next month conjures up memories of when Princess Diana... She had her infamous sit-down with Martin, um, BBC host Martin Bashir mm-hmm. in 1995, where she was candidly asked about Prince Charles' affair with Camilla B- Parker Bowles. And she said well, that famous line, there, it's, it's quite uncomfortable. There are three of us in this marriage. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. So they had, um, people are saying that this Oprah Winfrey, Harry and Meghan interview has been an open secret in the palace for months mm-hmm. and, um, it will be, you know, the first big interview since they've lived in America. Um, and we'll just see what happens. I'm, Ta- I will be pumped if they actually give a little bit of vulnerability and put themselves out there. I will be the first one to be pumped because then I'll start actually being interested in them. Oh yeah, you don't like these people. I, I don't not that. like these people. You always say that, and then I find myself defending myself. No, you don't have to. You are. I, it's not that I don't like them. I don't like that. I don't get to know anything about All them right, for I agree. real. I agree. So that's that's what's maybe coming out. Okay. I'm excited though. I think I think there's a little bit more as it, you as I more and more hear about it. I think I would hope that Oprah doesn't sign on to this without having. A little bit more wiggle room than most. A little bit more content. Yeah, 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 I would agree with you. All right, Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible 7, and he was going to film back-to-back 8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will no longer film back-to-back due to the pandemic. Oh, okay. What's the Hollywood speak? I think that, especially after his bad publicity with all the screaming and all that stuff, I think... Everyone needs a break. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about Scientology, too. Yeah. That they're having this break. But apparently... um, the, he's um, the the director Christopher McQuarrie posted on Instagram that after they wrapped up in Abu Dhabi, how do you say that? Is that my saying that right? Abu Dhabi, yep, yep. Um, he was heading back to London to finish some touches on the movie, but they are not going to start on Mission Impossible Eight because um, it's been shelved. Tom Cruise has to go out on a PR thing for. Top Gun, mm-hmm. which we don't even have a release date yet. So I think it's all BS, BS, BS. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, save face. Because if anything, he wants to keep rolling. I mean, that was his big thing. Is- yeah, he wanted to get it all done and keep it rolling. So I bet he was disappointed. Could you there. imagine working for him? Like, Tommy? I mean, I get that he wasn't necessarily in the wrong with what he was, but his messaging, the fact that he was like drilling in that hard. Like that's intense. That is he was That's the kind of intensity I would I would accidentally laugh during and I would get drilled even more. I would have that nervous giggle. You know how I nervous giggle now? Totally. Totally. Like, have you ever been kicked out of a college class for laughing? No, but I've been in big trouble with the army for laughing all the time. Same. No. I got kicked out of a college class for laughing. What happened in the army? I mean, no, constantly. I got How many years were you in the army? Eight years. 
But here's the thing. I always got in trouble. I got to get do free exercises because if, if someone's yelling at me and what they say is actually funny, like they're like, I can't. I can't. Like, okay, tell me about the college class you got kicked out of. Doesn't matter. Which but class it, was it? It was just some community college class at Mesa Community College in Arizona. I totally got kicked let me out. Tell I you, stop laughing. Let me tell you one time. My girlfriend was in it with me. Okay, and what, what were you guys giggling? Was it just nervous giggle? Who knows? Who just, knows? And as soon as that, they said stop, you were yeah, done. Just beyond. It was so. It was so dumb. Did, were so you embarrassed to come go back? Oh, I was so embarrassed because I just stayed outside the classroom because I couldn't even take my crap with me. Go, go, and I'm like, I am an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I can vote. I am an adult here. Okay, here's one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Li- Rachel Lindsley, Lindsay, who yeah. is was the first black bachelorette. Yep. Who was the one that did the sit down with Chris Harrison last week yep. where Chris Harrison threw himself under the bus for being so ignorant and racist in his comments? Um, she was asked about um, her thoughts on the, how the franchise should move forward amid the li- the controversy with Chris Harris. Mm-hmm. And so she admitted that she isn't sure if Harrison should be fired for his ac- actions, but noted she doesn't feel bad that the public learned his um, his excuses for historical racism. And, and she says, no, I don't. Why would I feel bad? I don't feel bad that that the way he's feeling was brought to light. I don't feel bad that people are mad at him and upset and disappointed. I don't. But I do feel bad that he's being attacked. I mean, that's. That's a really interesting story because after Chris Harrison was interviewed by her, Mm -hmm. he texted her saying, hey, thanks for thanks for the great interview. That went great. Thanks for, um, you know, the opportunity to speak out. And and she left thinking, wow, that went terrible. He was he, he he exactly. And so when she was asked in a different interview, like, you know, when he apologized later, she said, you know, it's kind of hard because do I think his true feelings are immediately when he did the statement and immediately after he wasn't re- saying, Hey, I'm so sorry that didn't go well. Or do I think it's this, you know, contrived, I'm sorry. So I think there's something to that where she's like, this is how, he, and she must have known, been hinted at a little bit of that because you can tell there's a little bit of underlying, like I, I've been dealing in this world for so long with people like this guy. And I think she's sick of it. And right. she said, I know. And I think that, I was thinking about this. We were talking about this yesterday and I, I don't like, I think we both agree. We're not, we're not big on the term cancel culture, mm-hmm. but I do think we could, you know, you could rebrand it as kind of like accountability culture. Sure. And that's all. And and she goes on to say that she thinks that um, she doesn't want him canceled, but yeah. she does think that he, she wants to see him do some volunteering. She wants to see him immerse himself in her culture. She wants to see him doing some donating. Yeah. She wants to see some actions out of him before he just goes back to the next bachelor or bachelor franchise after this. That's so I thought that's she's great. Been really real. I like yeah, her. I like her lot. too. Yeah. She, I mean, she definitely holds her own in mm-hmm. any conversation. Part of the apology tour that's going on now on Perez Hilton, who was <sighs> vile. Vile. Oh my goodness. Vile to everybody and would draw penises on people's faces on his website and draw yes. hair. He was vile. Oh. We used to carry him and we used to read we him. We used to do like a, a one or two minute a, a hit. Pro- yeah, we did. But we're like, we wouldn't even go. He he was so vile as a human being. How I know. He's gay man and he's gay. It was just terrible. So anyway, 
he was doing an interview um, probably yesterday on Good Morning um, Britain, and he said he regretted his treatment of Britney Spears, which included literally he was selling T-shirts, wistfully wondering why she hadn't died instead of Heath Ledger on his website. He also spread rumors about Britney Spears' sex tape. He also regularly called for her children to be taken away from her and asked his readers to boycott Spears when her song Give Me More went number one, claiming that buying her music was feeding her addictions. Now, here's his apology, and then I want to hear you guys' reaction. I'm so nervous. I regret a lot or most of what I said about Britney, as I'm sure Piers Morgan would if he were here about things he's said in the past. Thankfully, hopefully, many of us get older and wiser. That's so wait, Paris, I mean, Perez drops a another name under the title. Well, so he's interviewed by Good Morning Britain, which Piers Morgan works on. Yeah, yeah. I see. Well, that makes a little more sense. Wasn't doing part of the interview. But he was trying to deflect. But he was deflecting. He's not taking, it's like me apologizing for something I said, but Lori said it before too. But yeah. Lori, but, but Lori, here's the thing about him. He's saying, you know, with age comes this wisdom. Well, he recently got kicked off another platform. He did. He attacked a bunch of TikTok TikTokers. stars. Yeah, and they were not here for it. He's vile. I, I don't know why he can't get it together. But when I think he does, he, he goes around and shoots himself in the foot again. Absolutely. But anyway, he I just by saying, I regret a lot or most. As, anyway, as I'm done. sure your colleague yeah. would if he were here. Anyway, we'll be right yeah. back. We got to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia. My talk one of several.